Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. I am one of your two hosts, Timothy Robert Dunn, a common man in Chicago. And I'm your other host, Abraham Lincoln, formerly 16th President of the United States, and now also a common man in Chicago. Uh, this is a political podcast featuring the perspectives of myself, a modern millennial, and those of Abe, one of our great presidents. Uh, Abe, how was your week? Uh, my week was really good. Obviously, King Kong versus Godzilla, the trailer dropped, and I really enjoyed all the Easter eggs. I, I thought of you, my man. I thought I'm looking of you. forward to seeing how it plays out. Uh, King Kong seems to have some sort of like big um, uh, staff of some kind that can block Godzilla's <laughs> mouth rays. Right. So that is going to be awesome. I cannot they, wait. They drastically increase the size of King Kong, from what I understand. Well, so that you know, he's the king, and yeah. no one bows. Uh, <laughs> you know, everyone bows to him. He bows to no one. Kong bows to no one. I saw that too. Yeah, that's um, how clearly. It goes. I mean, it's going to be one of these movies where, like, Godzilla is not actually bad, and someone's controlling him, right? And then they team up at the end the, to fight the person controlling Godzilla, right? Yeah, maybe. But let's not have any spoilers on the show, Timothy. And we should also stick to politics because this is a political show. We talk about political events and there's a lot going on. We have a new administration in the White House. There's a new Congress. Democrats control the House and the Senate. And I think that's for the first time since we've been doing the podcast that this has happened. Um, But, um, you know, uh, yeah, a lot lot going on this week in in politics. Uh, And normally we would talk about those things. We are a political podcast. But, Timothy, you may be wondering why I'm, I'm... um, do, doing this podcast on a Zoom call with you uh, this week instead of like, you know, usually showing up at your showing apartment. up. In the, right. Yeah. And it's not just that I'm very busy in my new role as a writer for the Huckabee show uh, for Mike Huckabee. It's that, Timothy, we have a very special surprise guest this week. And wait, uh, we didn't. Sorry, Abe, we didn't go over this in like an email. I didn't want to go over this. I didn't want you to be prepared. You're, you're, you're an improviser. You're at your best when you are just going off the cuff. Um, okay. All right. I'm going to let him into the, to the, to the zoom now, please welcome the head writer for Huckabee here to give you a staff interview, Mr. Daniel Prunestone. Uh, hello. 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 Oh, oh my, my God. Mr. Uh, Mr. Yes. Mr. Prunestone. Hey, um, Wow, it's a pleasure to have you on um, our show, 15 Minutes with Lincoln. Uh, thank, thank you for being here. Well, yes, thank you, Timothy, for having me here. Uh, this is, uh, is going to be fun. It's just three, you know, us three comedy writers kind of, you know, yucking it up. Um, you know, I know, uh, you know, I've, I've watched the show a lot. Um, I don't know if Abe's told you, I actually did submit a packet not too long ago. I'm a, I'm a fan of the show. So, uh, yeah, it's an honor. It's, it really is an honor. Well, I have to admit, I also am a, a listener of the show, and I'm also a fan. Really? Oh, yes. Oh, absolutely. Abe has told me all about it. Well, that's that's so, so, so cool. Um, wow. So, Abe, what, I'm sorry, but I see on as a guest, this isn't like an interview or anything, right? Well, it is. We'll be interviewing him. If you have any questions about what it's like to be a comedy writer or to write for the Huckabee Show, you can ask him, but also him... He, he is going to be evaluating you and, and how you might be a fit and an asset to our our writing staff, Timothy. Okay, yeah. Um, well, Mr. Prunestone, I just want to say that, um, you know, I've, I grew up like watching Conan as a kid. Like I was a Conan guy. I would stay up late and, uh, 
you know, I, I like that kind of absurdist humor and late nights. So I think, I think that's the kind of voice I've always connected with. Um, you don't, I guess you don't see a lot of that in Huckabee, Huckabee, but I feel like it's something I could bring to the show. Well, we, we do a bit of a more uh, subtle uh, kind of humor here on, uh, on team Huck. You see, we have, uh, we do, we're using memes now and a lot of our one minute videos, you know, okay. and that's only for people that are really in the know as it were. So there is some of that wacky absurdism there, but it's for the, you know, for the kids, the Republican kids. And I would say we have plenty of absurdism on the show. It's just, you know, when the Democrats are talking, am I right, Daniel? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, quite. (laughs) The loony left. The loony left. Yes. The most cucked people in the country. I don't think you're you're supposed to throw that term out there. What term? Cucked? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's not up to... I mean, I just, I, you know, I'm just excited to be here, so whatever. Hey, Abe, I thought you said he spoke the language. He, he, he does. Don't worry about it. I think he's just doing a bit. Sometimes if, if, sometimes in the, oh. Timothy slips in this bit where he acts like a super woke millennial guy. And, oh, but oh, he's, oh. He's, he's just pulling your leg. He, he's he's really against the cancel culture and the um, all that stuff, so don't worry about it. Okay, well, that's good. I wouldn't want to trigger anybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good Yeah, bit. I mean, above all else, I, I just, I really want to work in uh, late night comedy. Um, if you could, could you talk just a little bit about like, um, like what's the voice of the show? You know what I mean? Like what's, what's your, um, what does the Huckabee show stand for? Well, It stands for a number of things, Timothy. Number one is telling the truth and appealing to those marginalized voices in America's heartland, the small business owners and the flatbed truck drivers. And we want to make those people laugh and also think about and also answer their questions. Now, that was a very good question, Timothy. Don't worry, I wrote that down. Oh, thank thank you very much. Absolutely. Cool. Yeah, the people in flatbed trucks, they have a lot of specific questions. And so we always, we have a segment on the show where we talk about politics, obviously, and we talk about current events, but then we also have a special segment where we're like, okay, this week, things that you can put into the back of your flatbed, uh, uh, then we go through things like, okay, great, an old hot tub. Yes, Mm -hmm. if it doesn't have water in it, a bunch of marbles. No, not a good idea, the flatbed truck. Even if you do have the tailgate up, it's still there, it's still going to have some trouble. Um, You know, live, livestock depends how fast you're going whether they're restrained same thing for children that's like going to be a whole kind of judgment call there um we, we we go through this a whole bunch and we talk about like uh you know tarps that are good for the truck okay. how to care for the flatbed guys i gotta be honest with you this flatbed segment is my favorite segment i've heard of on the huckabee show so far well it's this it's very great. conan it's very conan right, yeah. that's why we thought you would like it it's very conan yeah, what like, Huck does is he pulls a lever, and then once yeah. he pulls the lever, then we go to a clip of a flatbed like truck. Of the flatbed truck. <laughs> and and wh- whoever is able to guess how many of the thing can fit into the flatbed wins an Arby's gift card. Oh. Flatbed truck drivers love Arby's, Tim. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of, like, guests on the show, this is one thing I've, I've been kind of wondering. Uh, I think last week... Abe and I talked about how you were having Alan Dershowitz on and um, Frank uh, Frank Stallone. I'm just wondering if there's any way we could get like 
you know, more traditional celebrities, if you think that's a possibility down the road? Oh, yes, we have actually a very venerable Hollywood celebrity that's going to be on the program. Oh, really? Oh, yes, yes. Have you heard of funny man Randy Quaid? (laughs) From from National Lampoon's Vacation Movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there's a picture of him in Independence Day 2 Resurgence. I think he's in the first one, but I've only seen the second one. I only see the classics. Right. Well, that's, yeah, that's, I suppose that's on, on the way. He was on SNL. That's, that's cool. Um, well, yeah, I mean, okay. when you think going to have a bunch of SNL alums on our show, we're, we're going to have, we are going to have Rob oh. Schneider, Victoria Jackson, yes. um, Joe Piscopo. The guy that almost got hired, but then didn't get hired. Remember? Yes. Oh, yes. Shane. The, what yes, was his name? Shane. Him. Yes. Shane, Shane Gillis. Yes. Right. Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis. You don't like the announcement. I bet he thinks about that all the time. Yeah. Uh, real quick. You know, I think that you should really stress that you're really a, a, an easygoing, amenable guy. And you don't, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't know. I haven't been in a lot of job interviews in my hundreds of years of existence, but I just, I don't, I don't know if it's typically, um, a good idea to start like making suggestions to the to the workplace already before you have the job you know what i mean oh that, that that's a that's totally fair if this is um you know people talk about the crazy test with writing jobs like if it would be weird to be in a room with me for you know 12 hours a day i i'm a i'm a normal guy uh you know i'm just i'm a fan of history um i uh as, as abe said i took improv class and i performed sketch comedy done a fair amount of writing um yeah what else um i think i could bring uh you know monologue jokes i've written a fair i I could help out with that or if we're talking sketches i I can oh let's hear some monologue jokes daniel's gonna want to hear some monologue jokes i would love to hear some monologue jokes tim Uh, you know abe i feel like i'm kind of on the spot here i'm gonna bring up cnn uh, yeah you pull a free form okay okay um Jim Jordan falsely well hold on how would how would we say this in Huckabee Jim Jim Jordan says Biden ordered the release of all undocumented immigrants that's our setup and then Huckabee could say something like um Biden ordered the release of all undocumented immigrants um and you can and you can um but he'll find them very uh soon with his overbearing contact tracing program so like there's, I'm just kind of spitballing. Let me keep, uh, oh yeah, yeah, GameStop, GameStop. Uh, uh, Huckabee could be like, uh, GameStop uh, is uh, 100% up in the stock market. Kind of weird that they can't pay me more than, you know, $3 for a copy of Bloodborne. Uh, what, what is Bloodborne? Bloodborne is a video game that you would trade in to GameStop. It's, uh, GameStop allows you to trade in video game. That, that, that might help work with like a, younger audience oh um let me try that one again gamestop is up 100 percent in the stock market um and every shareholder which means that which means every shareholder gets one million funko pops abraham what is he talking about um i i'm what not is sure a funko pop yeah uh, tim um mr prunestone can i have just a second with abe real quick <laughs> certainly Okay, one, one second. Just if you want to, just like, yeah, okay, cool. Hey, what the fuck are you doing?
I'm trying to help you get a Why didn't you up. give me? Why didn't you give me some heads up? Because if hey. I gave you a heads up, you would have stressed out about it. Every time you get one of these packets, you stay up all week, you don't sleep, and then you turn in stuff that's absolutely Ille- like illegible unintelligible just it, it, it's not even it, it, so i've seen you improvise before just do what you do and like one okay. man improvise hey, that's what i just did jumps. that's what you said with those with those headlines i just did that i improvised well no i think you're still pushing a bit you're still kind of like stressing you're not like you know okay i need to kind of get in the zone and like relax. I, I, okay i, I okay, okay. want to okay. do this timothy this was my thing you've pressured me for weeks to get you in the room <sighs> okay and now i got right, you okay. in the room and you're I'm blowing sorry. it i'm sorry i'm sorry let's uh let's get him back in here <clears throat> Hey, okay, Mr. Brimstone. So, uh, hello, hello. So I, I Googled on my smartphone what a Funko Pop was. Uh-huh. And apparently they make these of uh, of the Huck, so we're going to order some. So that was actually a bonus joke. Okay. Yeah, that's good. I like that. And I explained to Timothy, our audience, typically in the studio and also watching at home, are, you know, Christian folks, the yes. after-dinner crowd, the folks who always look like they just had dinner and that they're ready to go to sleep uh, no matter what time of day. Mm-hmm. So he, he kind of gets who the demographic is. So he's going to target the next couple jokes more, um, more, more uh, you know, uh, more to those folks. Right. Um, yeah, let me, let me try another, let me try another one of these headlines. Um, <clears throat> uh, a- AMC, uh, AMC, AMC uh, announced nearly one, billion dollar lifeline to stay open uh eight hold on let me back it up you need to add more context amc famous movie theater chain movie theater chain amc okay. announced one billion dollars in funding to stay open which is um uh which will be almost <laughs> which is almost half as much as they'll need to clean those floors <laughs> That is humorous. The floors are dirty, yes. All right. Yeah, they really, you know, back in the day, they cleaned the floors better. Don't you think, Daniel? Like, back in the day? Yes. They did back at the movie theater in my hometown in Kenosha, Wisconsin. If the floors weren't clean enough at the Cineplex, they made you do it with your tongue. Wow. Yes. Uh, So, yeah, I, you know, I can, I can write, um, monologue jokes of course so uh yeah what what else are what else are you looking for on the show right now what do you what do you need in terms of the writing room well i'm going to answer your question with a question what's a time where management made a policy decision that you did not agree with but and how did you handle that policy decision and how did you document this oh um Gosh, uh, management didn't agree with. Um, yes. Well, uh, one time I was working for this company, and it was clear that, um, like, right before Obama's executive orders on overtime, Ooh. actually paying. Cool. Oh, uh, actually paying people for overtime. The company was kind of forcing us to keep working, so a bunch of us like wrote a letter of com- uh, complaint, um, kind of like a, a union. A what? A what? Like a like a group of people who were upset with the decision that the business made. Oh yes, I'm I'm well aware. Could I speak with Abraham for a moment? Of course, yeah, yeah. Just just a moment. Yeah, of course, Timothy. Just go ahead. There you go. Plopped off the call. Okay, I'll I'll write some more uh, monologue jokes real quick.
Yes, please. What is the matter with you? He's a socialist. Unions? Look, well, maybe he was speaking about the more perfect union that our uh, declaration, constitution talks about. Maybe it's something like that. Like he's speaking about the United States in terms of a union. Like that's his reference. And you know what? You're the one who always talks about how we need to make sure we are not like, you know, those other writing rooms that are all echo chambers, that we need to have a bunch of different viewpoints in there. That's why we have you know, white guys in their 50s, white guys in their 40s, white guys in their 60s, white guys who are between 30 and 40. We have like a whole bunch of different perspectives. And and so why not just see if if Tim could, you know, help us grow? If if Governor Huckabee finds out that the employees are unionizing, he'll have his sons murder me. We cannot have that. Yeah, he will. Sons kill dogs, you know, they do. I, I've come to understand that and take it from me. I'm someone who's not a huge fan of dogs and the Huckabee family is on a whole other level. So, uh, yes. all right. Well, yeah, I think Timothy will read the room. I think he could, I think he can fit it in. Very well. Well enough. Well enough. The country of New Zealand launched a new tourism campaign this week, urging travelers to stop mimicking photos they see online and share something new instead. And when asked for comment, uh, a local um, tourist said, this shall not pass. We didn't like invite you back in yet. You just kind of came, you came back. They, yeah, they, they shot the Lord of the Rings films in, in New Zealand. So that's, this shall not, you shall not pass. Okay. I was thinking, I was thinking back on my story. It really wasn't a union. Now that I think back on it, it was just... You know, uh, you you're a man, and you talk to someone with a handshake, and you make a deal. That's what I was talking about. Uh, I I like that. That is all good. right. I li- yes, okay. That's that's the way that we like to do business here at the Huckabee Show. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I think this has been going really well, Timothy. I think you've you've shown that you're really adaptable, and you're you're willing to think about the news critically, and to give folks something to think about, uh, as well as to laugh about. Um, you know, Daniel, do you have any other like kind of Final questions you want to maybe throw my man's way or any other concerns you might want to address now? How do you feel about doing jokes in the style of comedian Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla? Can you do one of those kinds of jokes, Timothy? Oh, oh boy. Um, yeah, just like, just kind of riffing here. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, Um, you know, I was, um, I was, I was in the grocery store the other day, uh, and I was in there and I didn't have, I didn't have my mask on. <laughs> and, and, and someone, and I, uh, someone came up to me, nanny state and <laughs> yeah. And said, sir, we need you to leave. And I said, you know what's going to make me leave? Uh, your price is on bread. Okay. Well, <laughs> you had me in the first part about not Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, I can workshop this stuff. Okay. What if someone got their pants pulled down instead? Is, you know. Um, d- does, the person, does the person consent to having their pants pulled down? Uh, yes. Okay. Um. I, I guess. Timothy. I guess. <laughs> what? Do you want to be on wanna... the show or what? 
I just want to make sure that everyone is consenting with this sort of kind of sexual, ag- aggressive sexual act. Sexual? It's it's just a fun comedy bit. We love to yeah. pants each other on the Huckabee show. Yeah, Timothy, this is a whole discussion. All the writers have to stand in line and Mike Huckabee comes in and pulls their pants down one by one and laughs at us. Hey, I, uh... Listen, I'm really interested in writing late night comedy. And I think you can tell from my performance during this interview, I'm very good at it. Um, I, the pantsing thing, though, I just feel like you are, that's of a bygone era. Like back in high school, people used to pants, but I feel like we've all kind of, you know, evolved. Evol- evolved? Tim, you didn't see our segment last night about Fody evolution and why... Yes. Big evolution. No, I didn't. I didn't see that. What was what was the gist of that one? Well, it was basically a really good segment where we talked about how we need to be teaching creationism in schools. Okay. There's a lot of jokes, though. Yeah, we talked about evolution, and that got a lot of laughs. He was like, "Oh, and I know some of you think that Uncle Jeff look your Uncle Jeff looks like an orangutan." That was pretty good. Look, guys, I'll write whatever you want me to write. You know, I, I the pantsing thing is um, we I, I could get past that, you know, and I'm just looking at the upcoming schedule. It looks like you've got Rudy Giuliani on <laughs> this coming week. Oh, we love Rudy. We can't get enough of Rudy. You know, I, I think I see a, I think I see a path forward where I kind of do like really absurdist stuff on the show. Maybe I, I kind of shy away from politics. Um, but yeah, I, I think, uh, I think this could work. Well, good, Timothy. Well, um, I'll make sure Daniel gets back to you and, uh, uh, as, as soon as we can. Uh, okay. Abe, do you want to uh, finish up this episode? I can uh, head out and start writing jokes for like Rudy and the other guests, Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, John Schneider, Carlos Whitaker, and Tim Atwood. That's going to be a banger of a show. Yeah, we get, we, we get the good ones. Okay, guys. Uh, uh, Mr. Prunestone, thank you so much. It's been an honor. You know, it's been a dream of mine to, pr- to write for late night comedy my entire life. And, um, you know, I, I think I could really uh, shine in this position if given the chance. Uh, take care. Thank you, Timothy. Your packet had some jokes that I mostly understood so you take care as well we will call you well I think um I think that went uh up really well I don't know um I don't want to speak for you it's obviously your decision you get the final say but uh I can state plainly that Timothy is a fine young man and I think would fit in well and would be an asset to the show anyway um I want to thank our guest, Daniel Prunestone, and uh, my co-host, Timothy Robert Dunn, per usual. And if you have any questions for me about what it's like to be a big-time comedy writer, feel free to send them to 15 Minutes with Lincoln. That's numerical15, minuteswithlincoln at gmail.com. We'll be back next week. And in the meantime, please watch The Huckabee Show. It's on a Christian network, and you can get it on YouTube. We have, a, we have over 600,000 subscribers on YouTube. That's something that you should really think about for a while. And uh, yeah, otherwise. Um, Sorry, I just I had one more kind of piece to pitch, uh, Mr. Prunestone. I yes. Oh, um, yes, yes. If, if I wasn't strictly Christian, do you think it could be a fun segment that I did like the agnostics minute or something like that? Uh, I don't. I will tell you right now that would never be allowed. 
And you would probably be escorted from the building by Mike's large sons and beaten by the dumpster. It's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's our episode this week. And uh, meantime, I'll see you. We'll see you next time on 15 Minutes with Lincoln.